We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Hey, besties. You Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. Bring, bring. I'm your host, Kate Reeves. And I'm Gemma Peanut. And we're here waiting on the bat phone to uh, receive a dilemma that we're going to turn into a spicy delaminate cocktail. Ooh, cocktail this well, it's week. it's Friday. It's also coming up to the end of summer and I am here for soaking up every last juicy drop. Yes, and almost the end of Feb Fast for those not drinking this month. Oh, so, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah a lot of people doing dry Feb or Feb Fast yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I'm a forever fast gal. That's me. Boring as batshit. Sober Sally. I don't think it's boring. Thank you. I think you're going to live for 125 years. It's one of my biggest insecurities. Because mm. it's like not cool or something? Well, I get weird FOMO, which yeah. makes no sense because I don't actually want a drink. If you were to like, come on, then get on the drink wagon. I don't want to. I don't like yeah. the flavor. I don't like how it makes me feel. But when mums yeah, are like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drunk mums, where you're at? Yeah, yeah, I know you've got a skim flat wine in there. You know, yeah. I get FOMO of that vibe yeah, yeah, that yeah. you're on mm-hmm. that I know I'm not a part of, but that's okay. I'll just stick to my coconut water. I was going to say one more time, you're always a good time. Anytime. You don't Thanks, need babe. you don't need the buzz like us. <laughs> <laughs> Might get into microdosing. Hey. Oh, that's a new thing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I was like, what? Where is this going? Yeah, mama microdosing. That's okay. a thing. Yeah, I, I want to hear all about that. I don't know. I'm just open to things. You know, I'm learning. I'm curious. Stay tuned yeah. on that one. Shall we listen to who called the bestie hotline today? Who's on the bat phone? Bring bring. Hey besties. You know what I don't have time for? my kids' extracurricular activities. For context, my daughter is in year three and my son has just started kindy. At the moment, we do swimming lessons and my daughter does after-school drama, gymnastics and now wants to play netball and my son wants to play soccer with their friends. I'm working full-time and Hubs and I share the load of taking the kids to training, so that's not an issue. But almost every weeknight and weekend is full of activities for my kids. Not only is it flipping expensive, but when did it become the norm for your kid to do this many activities in primary school? I mean, back in my day, all this shit only started in high school. I'm just not sure I'm built to be a tiger mum. I'm loved that they're excited and don't want them to feel like they're missing out. Love the show. Oh my God. First of all, can I quickly ask? Yes. How old is your kid if they're in year three? Eight. Eight. Eight turning okay. nine. And then she said she had a little one in kindy. Mm-hmm. Is that so same age as my kids, basically? Oh, eight and five. Yeah. Okay. So, Revs, you'll have a lot of thoughts on this. So many thoughts. Mm. The biggest thing that jumps out to me, I don't want them to miss out. Well, you know what? I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get real haughty and then I was like, no, I get that. Because I, this year I'm doing that. I don't want them to miss out. Like, my kids are starting football, soccer. And they didn't do it last year and everyone did it last year. And guess what? They can't get in the teams this year with their friends because those teams are already established. No way. They're straight up missing out. Oh, that's hard. But she's right. In my day, sometimes you just fucking miss out. Mm. It is so insane the amount of activities that we're all doing for primary school kids. I agree. I completely agree. I'm famously not into private school. Like mm. I'm very public school. 
but the pro one, public school. pro public school. Yeah. But the one thing I really see the perk of with private school is how the activities, the extracurricular, is worked in. Is it to school time? Yeah. Well, it's just woven in after school as part or of during. It? Like if you study violin, yeah, and you're at a private school, your lesson is in class time. And, yeah. You See, know, I think that's problematic. Why? Because I was that kid who never turned up. Okay, well, that's a whole other thing about yeah. commitment and <laughs> privilege and understanding how lucky you are and all those things. Yeah, no, it's problematic. Yeah. You always went to your singing lesson. Always forgot to go to my drum lesson. Because you didn't want to play the drums. I think that's what it was. There I just go. wanted to be Zach Hansen. And <laughs> now, as a fully grown 37-year-old, uh, I'm like, what a fucking waste of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at the moment, Iggy's just started swimming lessons. Yeah. And when he doesn't want to go in or he protests for like 20 minutes of his 30-minute lesson, I'm like, cool, there goes $35 out the window. Yeah, totally. And that's the other thing. In this economy, you know, Mm. you just can't do it all. Like my kids do gymnastics, $330 a term each. They do football. What's that registration? $260 each. So what are we up to now? We're almost 600 bucks with two activities. Then add trombone oh god $1,800 a year for school band plus private tuition which would be 65 a week what are we up to we're getting up to a grand a term per Mm. child it's not doable but there is so much pressure to yeah not have your kids miss out it's like they're not having the full kid experience or whatever for me it's the time and the running around and the equipment and the mental load of like what do we need for swimming today what do we need for soccer what do we need for this what do we need for that some things you got to do like if you live in australia you have to have swimming lessons mm. it's just like not safe to not know how to swim in australia yeah but, and there, there's government allowances and yep, vouchers yep. and there's certain periods of time where the carlisle swim center will offer incentives and yeah. make deals and, and i think that's important in the australian culture totally and also, like, I've got the active kids vouchers, which help with gymnastics. I've got the creative kids vouchers, which helps with drama, all those sort of things. But, like, really, if you sit down and add it up, I think we have to have an overarching view of these things. I think it's really easy in term one when you, like, you just get to the start of school and you've got them all ready for back to school and off they go and blah, blah, blah. And then you start getting hit with these emails and, and messages in the group chat. Is anyone doing soccer? Who's doing swimming on a Tuesday? Who wants to do gymnastics? Blah, blah, starting dance. Do you want to join along? And you feel the pressure. Mm. I think it's like you almost need to sit down with the entire year in front of you and be like, all right, what are we going to do this year? Or I think, do you need to just put a cap on it? Yeah. Like two activities two each. Two activities each. One sport, each. one creative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, or whatever. whatever you want it to be. Whatever you your know? family vibe is. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to put a cap on it. Otherwise, you're introducing a whole heap of pressure and time stress into your family. Yeah. And then that can impact time with your partner. Like yeah. all of these things have a knock on effect. But I think the thing that blows my mind, and I agree, in our day, this was saved for high school. When you're a yeah. bit older, I know I just shat on my own commitment to my drum lessons. But generally speaking, you have more clarity about your fields of interest. Like I was a very musically geared kid. So my parents were generous enough to let me explore that Mm. to its fullest. Was not a sporty kid. Yeah. Didn't want to do sports at all. And they were fine with that. Yeah. But age five and eight. Yeah. That feels intense for me. The thing is, 
flip it. Yep. It is a community thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like okay. soccer is really community based and there's like everyone, all the parents stay and hang out and like there's, you know, it's a really nice spirit thing. And also if your kid is not in their class with their friend, but they're in their soccer team, they still feel connected. You know, there's a lot of all these other elements. So question, if your child does soccer in a private school, surely there's fee add-ons there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're not exempt free. from that. No, but it's just that it gets done in school time. Okay. Like training. Not always. I think sometimes it's before school or after school, but it's still like you don't have to run around, pick them up, get them changed, give them a snack, take them to a soccer field, then get take them home, then get dinner, then blah, blah, blah. You're you know a taxi I mean? driver. Yeah, yeah. It's more like, well, they're already at school and they mm. stay for soccer or whatever. I, okay. I, I think. I mean, someone okay. will school me that their situation is different. But yeah, I really hear you. It's too much. I know you're always quite into your mum's parenting philosophies and I'm not always so much, but one thing Into my, your parents or into my mum's? Into, into my mum's. Okay, that's but interesting. there's one thing she has, which I'm like, hell yeah, preach, which I really learned from her. And she's like, kids need to get bored. They need to get bored. Otherwise they don't use that part of their brain that invents things, mm. you know? They need to have time where you're just at home, just pottering at home, doing nothing, so they can start to invent their own fun. If we're always putting activities and organized fun and things to do around them, their school holidays roll around. They're like, I'm bored. And like by by 10 a.m. on the first day, you know, my mum has the same philosophy with kids. Yeah. Um, The importance of boredom to create exactly what you said. But she has a very different philosophy on teenagers. Like my mum's golden rule with teenagers. And I'm sure I will live by this is keep them busy, keep them poor. (gasps) And that is the time where you save all your energy and money into keeping them busy. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than an idle teen. Yeah. A bored teen isn't going to create magical tales in the garden about being a princess and fighting off a dragon or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. A bored teen gets into drugs or online into weird gets chats up to and, mischief in yeah. all of its forms. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of letting myself off the hook with kids under 10 or I guess middle school age kids. And I'm saving all of that energy and headspace for high school. Yeah, it's smart. I used to think that. And like, I was so smug about the that we didn't do any activities last year. We did that because we were going through separation and we just wanted to give ourselves breathing space to not add another layer of stuff. But I felt the pressure this year. I do think the social pressure side of things is hard and you never want to see your kid missing out or feeling left behind or not feeling a part of something because that sense of belonging, that community spirit you were talking about is really important. It is important. And it is investing in your community, in the location in which you live in and you can't lose out there. Yeah. And also the idea of being in a team, mm. like that's particularly sport. But if you just do drama or any kind oh, but of like band. Choir, band, band is being in a team. It's got like, that's all good stuff. But yeah, it freaking adds up, not just in money, but in time Yeah, and mental load. Mental load. Mental load. I hear that in the, I hear that in our DL's voice. Oh, it's she's like, so fatigued and over it. She's like, they got football here, swimming and gymnastics and, blah, blah. and you need different things for all the different, like you need a bag yeah. for each activity. 
And back on the mental load, it's not just the week in, week out of the what do we need to pack, all the snacks and all of the getting to the locations. For me, it's also the enrollment forms and the payments. That's something my husband would have no no clue about. So with my kids, Rafa does gymnastics and ballet and swimming. They are her three activities. We are at capacity. That's heaps. It is so much for a four and a half year old. Huge. But she loves it yeah and I will say the ballet is for me if I gave her a choice she would pick gymnastics over ballet every time it's not that she doesn't love ballet she does love it when she's there but I want her to do ballet and that's a me issue I get that swimming of course we've discussed is essential Iggy he's three and has only just started swimming lessons when I have like my sister-in-law or friends with younger kids calling me being like hey should I put so-and-so in swimming like they're one and I'm like no save your dollars Mm -hmm. like I understand that water confidence, which is the term. But you can do that for free. You can do that for free. You don't need aqua story time, which is what it is. Exactly. Well, I think it's glorified babysitting, to be honest. But you're in the pool as well. It's it's, not really babysitting. I know. It's It's like rhyme time, just add water. You just sing songs in the water. (laughs) I'm sure we're going to have some... Pushback. Swim school person say how vital it is. Sure. But in this economy... You know, you, when you've got to pick and choose, if you have a one-year-old that needs water confidence, go to the local beach pool and get in the water with them. Again, that'll do it. I find it so funny how many people do, and I am textbook this, but they do all this with their firstborn. First and then you realize when you have a secondborn, lol, like I did the whole get in the pool with Rafa yeah. swimming lessons. And then when I had Iggy, I was like, no, that was a complete waste of money. I'm not doing that. No way. I often wish that like first time parents could, have the foresight totally. of second time or third time parents it's it's so different I mean you can't you can't bottle that shit up and hand it over to someone you just can't you have to live through it I know it's like when you go and buy all the things for your first baby it's so exciting to choose your pram and mm. choose your cot and choose your whatever and it's like if only you could wait yeah <laughs> like everything I bought was wrong absolutely everything I bought for my first baby was wrong you know or a waste of money or a waste of money yeah. all of it like it's just like it just should have waited but maybe it's a rite of passage right I you know. have to experience it you yeah can, it doesn't totally. matter who you tell yeah. they still want to spend money on the fancy nightlight <laughs> or timber mobile that's all neutral colors and their kids doesn't give a fuck about it but or it an automatic nice nappy bin <laughs> yeah so true. Yeah, I feel you. Um, yeah. What I'm just trying to think now. Do an audit of like what my activities are. We've yeah. Got- what are your activities? And actually, I want to quickly ask. So I was doing trombone. Yeah. Did you have to buy a trombone no. or do you rent it? We rent it through the school. And what does that cost? Well, the whole band experience is about fifteen hundred dollars a year. Okay. Wow. That's the renting the instrument and paying for being part of band. That's significant. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Plus then you have to mandatory have individual tutoring of your instrument one-on-one. Wow. In addition. So it's a $2,000 exercise. Wow. And is she going to be a trombonist? I don't think so. I know. But that's that's the thing. You kind of go, but the experience, it's character building, blah, blah, blah. Everything that we tell ourselves. But it's true. When they're under 10. Yeah. How can you possibly know their field of interest? But then the guilt kicks in and you go, but I should open them up to these experiences because who knows if your child isn't 
a closet trombonist yeah, who will end up joining the Sydney Symphony Orchestra one day and having a career there. You don't know until they or try. Or it'll it. just affect her love of music and her brain development in this area. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't even have to be like, and she'll be a virtuosic trombonist on the opera house step. You know, it's, it's just like it's obviously good for her. There's no yeah. harm. It's just like, okay. So one day a week she has to be there at 7.50 and then she's got to go to her private tutor and then she's got to remember that like, she has to have a specific lunch on band day when band practices on at lunch because she's got to be able to eat it quickly and mental load. Yeah. Yeah, so we have band, we have um, drama, we have... For both kids or just, just Isla? Just Isla. Um, Isla also does kayaking. Kayaking? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's yeah, her sport elective. So <laughs> we're in year three, so you now do a sport elective and it costs $200 and you have to have this whole wetsuit water shoes waterproof hat sunscreen bag it's all ready for fridays jesus um kayaking feels so rogue to me but well, fuck, why live. not you yeah know, i get it live. um gymnastics they both do gymnastics babe you needed to do this order i think Swimming. you need cap on things <laughs> well we divide we divide it up yeah with my co-parent and i divide it up and we each take responsibility for half each but mm-hmm. You know, if it falls on my day and she needs a bag for kayaking on Monday, got to think about it, you know? Wow. Yeah. It's too much. So much admin. But Teddy at least has got like massive hyper focus into gymnastics at the moment. Great. So I'm just like gymnastics, gymnastics, gymnastics. And what's great about Teddy is like it's really obvious that yeah. he's gifted in this arena. So you may as well lean hard all into it. Yeah. But it's when they're dabblers, you know? know, like I was a dabbler with the drums. <laughs> like what a wank. <laughs> Well, DL, we don't really have a solution for you, but we see you. Yeah, we feel it too. (laughs) It's too much. But I guess the one bit of advice, if we were to be an advice giving podcast, which we're not, (laughs) would be don't add any more to your plate and don't succumb to any pressure. Like if your kid's like, oh, I really want to do the flute, you know, no, (laughs) hard no. Soz, no. Go and watch a YouTube video and see if you can absorb it through osmosis that way. (laughs) We, um, we gave Isla the choice. She got into this choir and it was like, she wanted to do the choir and band. And we were like, you can pick one. Yeah. And actually empowering her with the choice, Mm. I think is quite good and age appropriate. Can I just say as her fairy godmother, kind of disappointed she didn't go for choir. Choir? Oh, yeah, no. Because we were choir geeks. And also no trombone to lug around. Yeah. But here we are. <laughs> well, you gave her the choice and she We took empowered it. her with the choice and she fucked us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, DLs, we hope you have a lovely weekend ahead. Don't know what the weather's doing. It's a bit all over the place, but I'm just happy that we are having the best summer in Sydney at the yeah, moment. Yeah, don't know what's happening in Dublin. Hi, Dublin. <laughs> Hi, Canada. Hi, England. Hola Berlin. Hola Berlin. Hello Berlin. We have a lot of Berlin listeners. I love that. Yeah. Hi Edinburgh. I know it's freaking rainy over there right now. Anyway, whatever you are. Yeah. And whatever whatever you're you're doing. We hope it's not full of activities. Mm -hmm. You can just drink a coffee on your own on a couch somewhere. Yeah. Steal yourself five minutes. Peace. And if you want more episodes, we have a back catalogue of our DNM show, just waiting for you to tap into. People ask us all the time, if I subscribe now, can I listen to all the ones you've already done? The answer is yes. We. Duh. Yeah. Hola. See. See. Look, you can binge the back catalogue like Netflix. They're long episodes. Some of them are over an hour. There's lots of content there. And you know what? You're coming in at the right time because you're kind of starting your subscription, but you get all the goodness. Yep. 
And then every second Sunday, you'll get more. So have a look at DNM. It's available in Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if it's not your jam, we'll be back in your ear holes bright and early on Tuesday morning. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye.